previously on Unranked. Well, I want to talk about a game I played this week that I gotta say was some of the most fun I've had all week. Tom and I played Walkabout Mini Golf. Uh, it's 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 really good, and I, it would it was that thing of like if we did get Tuna to play this, he'd feel compelled to uh, invest. How much is this PSVR? It's not like, oh, ice ball, it's just regular ass mini golf, but you're playing in VR and it feels like you're there. Like the vibes, hmm. the, the ambiance is so nice that you're just like walking around in it. Yeah, but like kind of, it felt like it was at Disneyland. It felt like the Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean ride because it, it was a pirate island. But we've been playing Walkabout Mini Golf, which I am obsessed with. I'm itching to play, man. Like I want to play mini yeah. golf so bad. <laughs> episode of the unranked podcast good to good be to here be good here. to be here yep yeah good to be here I'm christian good hughes here i believe i'm on my mark we have alex tunamarno mm -hmm. hello and the great brit tom himself tom casper chris you hit your mark perfectly like i couldn't have asked you to hit it better fantastic in the fantastic. virtual world that's crazy that's crazy we've got no arena in the chat he's with us here on the 400th episode Thank you for joining us, Noah. Can you believe it? So here we are in a game, if you listen to this podcast, that you've heard about quite a bit, Walkabout Mini Golf, my personal mm -hmm. game of the year. My, my game of the year as well. Tom? Um, I've had Boo. a lot of fun. Boo. <laughs> this man. Boo. It's just plugging balls at me. I don't even yeah. know how to do that. It can't be my game of the year. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> well, that, that's your first problem. There's yeah. your first problem. Um, so this is our 400th episode. Season four. We have yep. uh, a normal episode in store. What series is it? We, yeah. Four, four series four, listeners. show four. We're going to have, you know, you're going to check out the, the recorded episode on YouTube for the previously on Unranked. That'll go along with this because I had no way to pipe that into the virtual world. No, right. not yet. Here we are. So we're going to try this out, guys. It is the 400th episode, which means it's time for the 400th Pokemon. Oh. Can you or you tell me who's that Pokemon? Uh, Tom? Did you do the research that you were asked to do, Tunes? Or? I did, but I did only the name origin. I didn't actually look at what the name of the Pokemon was. You didn't Pokemon read the name? Was. No, I know what the name origin is, but I don't know what the name of the Pokemon is. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. How do what? you know what, I how memorized... do you know what the origin is? Which because should, I memorized... which should tell you what the parts of the names are. Yeah, but I won't be able to know, because the Pokemon names are weird. So Okay, well wait. Let's what? see if you can reverse engineer the name of this Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Tell me what the name origin is. Uh, Beaverell? Very is close. Pokemon Beaverell? Very close. Beaverell? The... So the name origin, this Pokemon <laughs> that I don't know the name of, it may yep. be a combination of beaver and barrel. 
See, that's what yes. I memorized, but I yes. didn't. But oh, I didn't I put. To, mm. I didn't put. I didn't actually so, look at. Because I figured you were going to say the name of the Pokemon. Well, because I figured you would know what the name of the Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <is. laughs> Typically, you thought, no, we don't know. know. We know. We need help. We need to help. You, you thought wrong, dude. <laughs> this is like. So. I mean, it's really it's it's incredible for you to know what the uh, the origin of the name is, well, but not know what the name is. Okay, so it's no. Okay, Noah, we Bidarrow need you to look or Bibarel. Oh, oh Bibarel. Bibarel. Like Tom yeah, didn't know either, so why, like why are you on my case? Yeah, but you were asked to find out the name origin, and you did. Yeah, and yeah you the, name the name origin. It's funny you know the, the parts origin. that go into making the name, but you well, don't know just, what the name well, what, No, what's amazing is that you guys are like, oh, Tuna doesn't know the name of the Pokemon. Like, I, I don't think that there's ever been a case where I've ever said the name of the Pokemon on the... <sighs> He's throwing balls in my face. <laughs> I mean, you deserve it. It's but I've never been asked. It's known. never. It's I've never been oh. asked on the on the on the podcast. Be like, oh, Tuna, what's the name of the Pokemon? That's never happened. So, so Noah Reno says Bibarel, otherwise known as Beaverel. Where does the mm -hmm. Beaverel come from? Is that the Japanese? Oh, he's being sarcastic. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, so you know, yeah, if it, isn't, if it isn't clear, definitely go watch the the video version at youtube.com forward slash unranked podcast. This you know, is not the you know, audio. Wait, I'm gonna call you out. I'm gonna actually I'm gonna I'm gonna call somebody out here because when I jumped in here, you guys were like, "Oh, don't move from your mark that much." Tom's not moving. This fucker is moving around a lot. I don't know if you've noticed. Well, because I'm noticing that there was originally a gap here between us for our guests that we're gonna have on in all right. Well, I'll about move 45 over. minutes, and there I can move over. Well, no, but you didn't move and I did, so I'm trying to adjust for the gap. This that used to the spacing oh, that I'm seeing over. is pretty good. Yeah, okay. well, yeah. but I'll move over. This motherfucker's moving around a lot, though. Have you noticed? Yeah, it? once once he come, once he joins, Tuna can scoot this way. I'll scoot. So we're not ADD. in VR. That's what I do. <laughs> this guy, he's got ADD. He totally has ADD. Oh, I, mean, I just hit my own headset. I hit my headset. With oh my no! Oh, please so, don't Tom, shock your ears. You so Tom, I. I have invested quite a bit of coin Whoa. now, because I have... Okay, because look at this. He can't even <laughs> fucking focus. I okay, bought the club. I got the club, right. Right? right? Which is fucking incredible, right? It's, it's amazing. amazing. It's amazing. You really feel like you're holding a club. I feel like I'm holding a sword, almost. Also, I got the globular cluster for the PSVR 2 headset that makes this so much more comfortable as a headset. Then, yeah. why is this allowed? <laughs> Why is this allowed? Look, I gotta. I you gotta, told me not to. You told me not I, to fucking move. You told me don't move, Tina, because the camera's right there, and you're not allowed to move. And this guy is just taking it upon himself to just move around all willy nilly. If, if so, you want to move a little bit in this, no, I don't want to now. No, okay. I don't feel like it now. I don't feel like it. This guy's coming over my shoulder. The camera's dead on me. I'm the focus. Oh my god. Oh my God! This is this is exactly. It's all about me. Exactly it's it all went. about me. It's all about <laughs> me. You learned one thing after 400 episodes. It, it's all about me. This is yeah. incredible. I'm so glad we're here. So we got Bibarel. What, Do what, we have what, him? What, what, what you guys? Well, he's. <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, hold on. This Chris, did you wait? Hold on. Just, hold on a second. Did you do any Pokedex uh, entry research? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah. You're not all even right, looking well, at the camera. You're looking off into the distance. Because I was I was putting my can down. I had a can in the other hand. This is ridiculous. What? What? I got a straw. I got a straw. This is ridiculous. Uh, there are fucking rules. 
and he's like not following. <laughs> he's just making noises. <laughs> I don't understand. To, yeah, I'm usually not. To me, I'm usually like, not I'm like this. Just, yeah. That's oh well, because he's supposed. He's supposed. To, he laid down rules, and you're supposed to be following rules. Your hand looks stupid. Get your hands in order. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you look like an idiot. Get your shit together. God. Uh, oh, no Arena. All right. What team do you want? Episode. You want. You want Diamond, what? Pearl, Platinum. Which one do you want for the Pokedex? Oh, I love it. I love How the Umbra kit. Yeah, uh, How's he reading it? He's, uh, who knows? Just go Which ahead. you want? Diamond. Give the Diamond. Ooh. Shine right. bright like a diamond. diamond. It yeah. makes its nest by damming streams with bark and mud. <laughs> it is known so, yeah. as an industrious worker. Let me I'm tell you looking something. through the very small crack between... <laughs> Yeah, the, the way that I know the way that you started reading that, it sounded like you were reading like a message from the Jumanji game. <laughs> the way you started it reading it, it did, it did, it did. Oh my god, this uh, is has uh, eight legs. It will be fast. You better get out of here before it lasts. Before yeah, I think that I think that might lasts. be right. No, I think that might be a game no, for those sorry. who. Seek to find a way to leave the robot behind. Yep. Do not start unless you intend to finish. Intend to finish. Doubles get another turn. Don't forget that. Don't forget it. He's playing. He's hitting a golf ball around. We're in a mini golf game. What do you? I know, but you you said there were strict rules when I joined this. I don't remember. I don't remember. Tom 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 made strict rules. I didn't say strict. Well, I just said this is the space, and this should roughly be where you are. If you can yeah. return to here and not leave this crescent, fly around as much as you want. You've also got it, vertically. You've also got to the top where the leaves of the trees are. So that's wow, a, that's, that's actually a, oh, a wow. wider shot than I would have anticipated. It's a huge shot. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll it's have quite a wide field of view because it's a VR headset and not so like we'll a real guest, camera. We'll put the guest over our. Yeah. What's interesting here? Yeah, we'll just go above us. If yeah. you want to talk about the rules that Tom put down. Before uh -huh. we started, Tom kept saying, you need to look at the mark. Look at the rock the whole time, because it's not interesting no, no, if we're not facing the camera. And yeah. I'm, but now he's looking at us while he's talking. Mm -hmm. I am not... Uh, what I meant was not turn <laughs> face straight, oh, there's side face. There we go. Oh, he, oh yeah, because I knocked the tripod trying to demonstrate my point. <laughs> but everything's looking good. This is great. The fact so, that wait, you wait. see OBS is, is great. You've yeah. got the second headset, you've, so you're playing in an Oculus, and you've got Correct. the PlayStation is the camera. You have that on mm -hmm. a tripod? I actually do have it on a tripod. <laughs> yeah. It was the oh. easiest way to, like, make quick, like, quick fixes. And then I have, people can't see this, but I have OBS, which is recording this episode, piping through so I can see the camera view. Which is, and I can see that we're still recording. It's still streaming. I can see Noah in the chat. It's great. Yeah, that is sick. Cool. So, that is so to celebrate unranked 400. What what you guys go to this past week? Uh, so it was Halloween. It was, and yeah. we took my daughter out for a little trick or treating down the block. She was Elmo. It was a good time. She knocked on a couple doors, got a couple treats. Doesn't really know what candy is. Just handed me the candy instead. You guys uh, fixed the Elmo costume? We've never given her what? You fixed the Elmo costume? Wasn't that technical? Yeah, there was a, yeah, she ended up wearing it because it was cold outside, so she was like, eh, I'll wear it. So she did wear it, and uh, yeah, we had a good time. 
it was a good time. I don't think anything else really went on this week. Uh, yeah, I don't really have a lot to report. Wow. On. Wow. Chris, Tom, anybody? Anybody? Um, Therese was sick, so mm. we canceled our plans and didn't do anything. Oh, oh beautiful. That's this is great for episode 400. <laughs> I'll we say had, this. Uh, yeah. We started Loki. Mm-hmm. Mm. What an immense show. I forgot how great that first season was. I already think the first, like, the we only watched the first two episodes. I already think it's better than the stuff That's in the first I'm season. That's where I'm at, too. Yeah. It's, oh. And the, the newest character, um... Obi. Played by Kikai Kwan, I believe is his name. Kikai Kwan, yeah. He uh, mm-hmm. played Short Round. Um, Ouroboros is his name in the show. Mm-hmm. It's He's so good. He's so funny on screen. Yeah. But I just, I forgot that that show had such, like, <clears throat> lost vibes, severance vibes. It's also, like, a little bit of horror in it. Ugh. It definitely looks like this season has, like, more of a confidence in its identity and, like, knows what it is. But, like, it really, like, from a... Cinematographically, as a fan of cinema, yes, it as a fan really of film, has yes. kept up its its style. Like it's not just it's nailing the it. sets. It's the sets are unbelievable. I could just watch them yeah. run around in the TVA and just be entertained. Yeah, which is basically what the first episodes is. Is I'm just yeah. running. It was like West Wing. But yeah, every no, every good. like scene mm. to scene, I'm like, I almost <clears> want to like <throat> pause it so I can look at it. You know, yeah. oh, walk about when you go off TVA level. That'd be great. Yeah. So here's my question. As someone Mm. who hasn't been keeping up with all things Marvel, uh, is Loki season two good to watch if you're not super into Marvel anymore? Yeah. If you watch the first, it's very much like it's more picking up off the threads of the show versus any. It's just like a direct (laughs) sequel. It picks up Mm -hmm. right where the first season left off. Okay. Yeah, because you know what? Like, I know the Marvels movie is coming out soon um you know i'm not too jazzed i don't really i mean i'll probably see it eventually but like i'm not like yeah. i just feel like a lot of the uh it's 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 tracking to be very poorly at the box office well that's yeah. partially because yeah. of the whole like they've done zero marketing Sag because of the stuff, strike yeah. they they anticipated yeah. the strike wouldn't actually go this long they bet. Yeah. They basically played their hand. They were like, "We're gonna bet the strike will be over and we'll be able to market, and all the other movies that got delayed will be out of our way and we'll be able to own the box office." And instead, they fucked themselves. Yeah, they are. Well, yeah, there well it is. done, Bob. Um, um, we had a Halloween brunch on Sunday. Oh, very nice. It, it was, uh, uh, that's what I hit you up last minute, was like, you're busy, you're busy Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yep, I'm like, great, yep. I don't feel bad about. Right, 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 right. Late no, it was like, good. It was good. Chris isn't even listening to you. He's throwing balls. I'm listening. I'm, I'm just, I'm listening. doing the thing Tom said. I'm trying to look at the camera. Tom, while... if I make fun, uh, if I call him, you're not supposed to call me out for calling him out, Tom. Oh. So we Go have ahead, Halloween keep going. Wait, how are you going to and... do news, I just thought? How are you going to do news? We're oh, just gonna do everything. Really everything today is just going off the dome. Okay, the go dome, ahead, Tom. Baby. So you had you had the brunch, yeah, the brunch. Had the brunch. Uh, we what did were, you make? Uh, breakfast, a uh, breakfast burrito bar. So you could make your own. So oh. like, yeah, they were the really hotel good. Too. Yeah, uh, and pancakes, orange and purple mm-hmm. pancakes. Yeah, oh, okay. and did so, you did you hmm. make big? Are, are, are we talking big pancakes? If you could make 
some large pancakes, did anyone do a breakfast burrito with the pancake as the wrapper for the burrito? Wow, oh, I don't know if anyone did. I don't think anyone did. Pancakes are rather small. Like, okay. you know, yeah, like, yeah. A, so that would like work. a, yeah. You could do breakfast pancake tacos. Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, fuck. I really <laughs> Josh was like, that, I, I gotta go, it. guys. This was great. I gotta go yeah, make some pancakes. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll see you in Pancake Burrito <laughs> VR um, <laughs> for episode 401. Uh, Noah Reno is actually going to be our little assistant associate producer here. Uh, Noah, thanks so much. He's actually going to drop new stories in the chat for us. So. Oh, sick. Super off the dome. But that Great. night, um, very drunkenly, because I just kept drinking during the brunch and I kept drinking after, mm-hmm. beat Spider Man 2. Oh, shit. Yes. And that's right, because we were playing mini golf <laughs> and you were not and you were texting yeah. me. Yeah, incessantly. Mm. was texting Chris. And I was very drunk and I was ugly crying during like last oh my god come on yeah yeah bud yeah what big time i mean so i know that i said that i was going to start it um Mm. i ended up not i ended up not starting it surprise surprise yeah yeah what i ended up doing was i beat mario wonder great um fantastic game really really good and now of course i'm going back and getting all the things i missed Got a hundred um, and then doing the yeah, special world, and then I will probably start Spider-Man because uh, ugly crying. I mean, how do I pass? I have a how question do I for pass you. That who you? Okay. Did you buy it? Spider-Man. No, because I'm not confident that I'm going to play it. So don't. It's why you need to play this year's second best game of the year, which is not Spider-Man. It is Alan Wake Two. Do you agree? Uh, I haven't. I don't think I'm cl- as close into it as Chris is. I am. When have you been playing think, it? Because you've yeah. been playing mini golf with me. So what the hell's been going on? Uh, well, Teresa's sick throughout the weekend, and so I played a lot of video games. Mm. Yeah, she was just sleeping, so I was just sitting on the TV. I'm, I'm very mm. early into it. Um, there are things, and I also was playing it on my Halloween stream, um, and so I think I don't have as clear a picture of how I feel about it. There's a lot I love about it. Um, it's now you, not you like haven't, near the top of my game of the year yet. You've basically uh, only gotten cool. through the very first part of that game. You haven't even yeah. gotten up to the Alan Wake stuff yet. Well, I'm, I'm the in the Alan Wake stuff now. What's the, the story of, Mr. of Mr. Wake? What's the story of Mr. Wake? Very so simply Alex in the... Is like playing American Horror. It's like playing True Detective. It's like playing Stranger Things. It is like all of those things. It's the best... I think this is the best cinematic experience I've ever had with a Jesus video game. Jesus Christ. The writing... And the storytelling <laughs> is so happening. good, and the visuals are blowing me yeah. away in a way that there are times where I cannot tell because it incorporates a lot of actual live-action footage. Live action, and there are yeah. times where I cannot tell which thing I'm looking at. Like, is that a CG person or is that a live-action, like, composited person? There are so many points in this game that I am... It has blended things so well, and the visuals are so uh, perplexing that... 
I mean, honestly, this story is so good, Alex, that if it weren't for the difficulty, I think, of the game at times, you could probably play this and Brittany would want to watch it because the story is that good. I've been trying to convince Brooke to, like, This guy's ugly play. crying. You're having, like, <laughs> like, like, an amazing time playing a game. Fans of cinema. Yeah. What is happening? There, okay. are, there um, are moments in this game. And I was thinking I would is, just play Cocoon. It's a TV show. It's just a TV, like you're playing a TV show. And right. I'm playing what I think is like the best TV show I've watched all year. Like if this had just been a TV show and not a video game, we'd be I like screaming about how good this is. Chris played so, Control. Oh, great game. Control, control is fantastic. And this, so this is also Remedy, the developer, is doing something called uh, what they're calling the Remedy Connected Universe. Their games all take place in the same... So it's like an MCU thing. So like the the Federal Bureau of Control that had an Alan Wake DLC chapter, like they are an element to this game as well. So they're like interconnected. You don't necessarily need to play it, but like definitely like seeing things about the control games is very cool. So the, it's the also, story it's though, not you know, necessary though. It, it's no. like it's kind of like a ooh, I know what that thing is, but it is totally unnecessary for you to have played the, the, the other. The game. story of the the first game to to wet your whistle is simply this guy Alan Wake. He's a writer. He writes crime fiction novels, and he has writer's block and goes to this town called Bright Falls in Washington uh, State, like in mm-hmm. remote wilderness. Basically, his wife gets trapped in an alternate dimension. Uh, there's like this evil. There's like this. It's like a the horror upside game. Down. Like, yeah, it's basically the upside down. <laughs> and um, like, bef- like five years before Stranger Things, but it's yeah. basically the upside down. And Alan basically, in order to save her, sacrifices himself by switching places with her. But he's mm-hmm. been stuck in the dark place. Mm-hmm. And he uses his right, like, he realizes he can use his writing to manipulate this realm. So he's basically mm-hmm. trying to write his way out of the, yeah, he went somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. I think. Well, no, here's the oh, thing. God, I don't traditionally love spooky games, but right now I'm in a spooky mood with this game. He's in a spooky mood. How did you do that? There are you... no rules. There are no rules anymore. There are no rules. Oh, magic. Of hey, Tom, Tom, Tom fuck it. see my club? It's too bad that the hand is not a bony hand. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Although it is white now. It did change to a white hand. Yeah. Like a skull. But, yeah, being bony would be cool. Um I don't traditionally like horror games at all. And mm-hmm. I have to say, this game is like psychological warfare when I'm playing it. I cannot play it for too long at a time. I do have to take breaks. They have finally, this is the first game that's really nailed the whole like video games as a TV show where there's chapters that make sense because yeah. they use the chapters and the scenes to sort of change things up. There's, there's, um, so many moments in the game where I'm just like, I need to get to like a safe house so I can save because I cannot keep playing anymore. I need to stop playing this for a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, Chris, uh, like, Tuna, it'll do the my thing. My heart rate's been up for it, an hour. When like a chapter, oh, hey, when a chapter ends, basically, <laughs> when a chapter ends, basically, like there's an end credit, like, oh. and there's music and like a whole like end credits for the chapter. 
in the first game, it, and it's more based on like a book now. The first game was more based on a TV show because they used to have previously ons in like no. the game. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, wow. they don't do that here because it's it's meant to be more like his. You're playing his book versus like watching a uh, season of TV. But yeah, right. it's got live action elements. I will say the one thing about the live action elements, Chris, that like um, is like a little disappointing is I don't know if you've, you've you know this or have noticed it, but the actor portraying Alan Wake and the voice is different. And to me, it's like very obvious that all of his lines are dubbed in, and it like I think Tom down that... a little bit. I think most people would not know that if they didn't yeah. know that. I think, I I think, think that, that you have convinced true. yourself you notice it more than you do. I def I mean I definitely notice it. It's the, the I voice don't though think it's is jarring. I don't I wouldn't the, say it's uh, jarring at all. The voice actor is um Casper <laughs> Darling from Control. The voice of Alan Wake. Oh. Yeah. So great character. The live action stuff is incredible. I just played it so one of the things that's crazy about this game is when you're playing mm. as Saga, who's a detective, versus when you're playing as Alan, and at a certain point in the game, after you finish like Alan's introductory chapters, you can <clears> then switch between them, which is probably, I think, about 25 to 30% of the way through the game. Um, they're very different. So they both have a sort of like <laughs> menu area that you go into. Yes. That oh, you'll you love couldn't this do before current consoles with the new memory speeds, where it's instant. Like, this blows me away the same way Spider-Man's fast yeah. travel did, where mm -hmm. you press a button and you're just, like, out of where you were, and now you're in this other space. And with Saga, you're in, like, very much, like, what everyone dreams of doing, like, role-playing as a detective. You have your fucking cork board where you're doing, like, putting photos up and you're, you know, you're putting the evidence together and you have all these different files and folders for the different cases but then you also have like a table where you're profiling people you have your map wall so you can like walk around this 3d space they call it her mind place like a mind palace mm. but then when you're playing as alan wake it's different you're in the writer's room and while they have similar concepts what they do mechanically in the game is very different so their their gameplay feels very different because with alan all of his games so far for me has taken place in the dark place, in the upside down, whereas hers is right. taking place in the real world. So you have these kind of dual stories going, and they're they're very different. I kind of I've been switching between them now, chapter to chapter, because I do one for a little while, and I'm like, I need a break from this area. Like I need a break and, from what yeah. I'm doing. Like I am overwhelmed by this. I gotta go <laughs> see some other part of the story. Like Saga, Saga does this one thing that like. So I'm like walking through these spooky ass woods. You're just, you know, some shit's gonna jump out. You know, you know, you know, you're mm -hmm. gonna get some hatchet man or wolf or something's gonna jump out at you, and it's gonna be terrifying. And I'm just trying to stay cool while I'm playing this game. Try not to get too nervous. And then she's doing this. <sighs> yeah, the heavy beard. Yeah, she's heavy breathing, yeah. like she's trying to calm herself down, which is just making me more nervous. Yeah, because like <laughs> the rest of the sound is like disappearing too. Like it definitely like sets you up for those. But with the mind place and stuff, Tuna, the cool thing is, is that they're all like hidden collectibles in the games. So there is stuff to like find and discover. But in the mind yeah. place, like those are their own cork boards. So like imagine right. the red yes. line board. Like you're putting up the photo of the collectible, adding it to the thing mm -hmm. so it is like this interactive menu and it like 
it's great too because like the story is very overwhelming right because there's two parallel stories and all this when you get a new piece of edit evidence and add it to the board and like complete a track saga will kind of narrate like okay so this is connected to this and this person did this so you kind of get like a very quick overview of what you've just done and like where the story is so it, it does mm -hmm. a really good job of like immersing you in that and yeah there's there's tons of stuff in the mind palace too to like it's not just the case board there's a ton of like interactive things that would usually just be like menu options like oh watch these cutscenes but instead you know if you want to watch an old cutscene but instead you can do that by going to the tv in her mind place and like watching those things and stuff that's very yeah, that's pretty, all right i mean i mean this is you know classic you guys sell me on a game but now i'm like i feel like i'm three games behind i mean i gotta so. i gotta say Spider-Man Spider as a video game is is, mm. is such a joy. Alan Wake <laughs> okay. 2 is, yeah. is doing... I've never played a game like this. I've never yeah. had this experience in a video game. And, wow. and I think that's why it allows me to overcome the whole, like, I don't play horror games, and mm -hmm. I'm playing this because I don't feel like I'm playing a horror game. I feel like I'm watching what the best TV show of the year. Like, I feel like I'm playing the best TV show of the year is what I feel like I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So... And I, I honestly, I will not be shocked if in less than a year from now we hear that this show, this game is being made into a show for HBO. Like, right. It feels like that's what's going to happen very soon. That would be, and then like in the show It'd version, the one. it alludes to the game. Yeah. But like it, it, yeah. it is like, oh, it is like another layer of the meta narrative. Yep. Yep. God, because, Tom, yeah. the Alan Wake stuff, <laughs> the Alan Wake stuff, like, because his has a lot of the overlays between the like like the actual footage and the video right. game and it really blends it Tom, when you get up to i think it's like the third or fourth chapter of his called sing it is gonna blow you away i'm, it's one of I'm these very excited to play more horror tropes yeah. where like have you ever seen horror things where they get like weird where it almost seems silly but it's so insane that it it freaks you out that's <laughs> sort of what that was um the last thing i want to tell you about it is in the writer's room with alan wake mm. the really cool thing he does is you'll you might like hit walls in the game right you get to a and you'll get to different areas and they'll be called scenes and so he'll be like i need a different way through this and so you'll come you'll pick a different narrative for this scene and it will literally change the world around you so now you have a different way through the story it's so Fucking cool! Jeez. Oh, so one of the one of the really one of the really cool things about the game is like the first one came out in 2010, and Remedy for the longest time was trying to make a sequel, but they couldn't get the funding for it. And they actually went to Microsoft and pitched it, and they were like, "We want to work with you, but we want you to make a brand new game." So they made Quantum Break. If you remember that, did you play? Did you guys play that one? No, I never played Quantum Break. No, the, I never did. I heard it was I heard it was cool, but I I heard like everything about that game was. It would have made a better TV show than a game. Yeah, well, that had like the, the and they were trying to push like the live action in that yeah. because they were they were trying to like make TV shows then, right? Because it was like that weird beginning of Xbox One era where they were all about like Steven Spielberg's going to make a Halo yeah. show and there's going to be a Titanfall TV show and stuff. And then um, it came ten years later and it wasn't good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Every so... now and then, I remember that we got a Halo show. I Which tells it, you, like, man, what a disappointment that I forget that it even it is like, a forgettable all the time. Thing, for sure. It's a very forgettable show. So they At least tried it wasn't make... so bad that, like, we hated it. <clears throat> it was just, like, it was just whatever. Yeah. There, there are, there's things to it that I liked, and I, anyway, we'll, we'll yeah. get to uh, 
we'll get to, we'll get to that. Um, but basically, mm -hmm. the the, uh, the right. Okay, there we go. I needed to wiggle the PSVR controller. <laughs> uh, so it recently, and then they made Control, obviously, right, which was a big hit, which kind of allowed them to go to Epic and get the funding for this game. And Sam Lake, the director, who also is in the game, in like a meta way, said, "Look, we've tried and failed to make Alan Wake." so many times over the years, but I'm so glad we failed all those times because this is the, the version of the game like we, like I wouldn't have it any other way and it would not be the version it is now if we hadn't like failed and if we hadn't like made all these other projects and so I'm like, man, that's, that's great, you know, you don't, you 2,000 times you make a light bulb it doesn't work, you've just learned how to not make it, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. It's exciting. I it's mean, exciting. but definitely that analogy. Uh, Perfect. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> nothing. Nothing better. So, so, so it's whoa! What just happened? We didn't see it. Are you kidding me? Is there a replay button on here? Oh uh, no, that wouldn't even work, would that? It's not. I just threw oh, it into the hole. He threw it into the hole. I mean, the hole is not in the view of the camera. Oh, no, no, but I'm recording from this headset. That shot's getting cut in. What's <laughs> <laughs> splicing that in? What's splicing in the other? I angle. mean, that was one of the best things I've ever seen. I mean, that was incredible. <laughs> Better than Alan Wake too. Better than get Alan ready, Wake Alex, too, get ready baby. for horse. It's just gonna be thrown, thrown the ball. I mean, game of the year. Fuck it. Right. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I'm so telling funny. you, man. So, Tom, last week we did talk about, like, very briefly, like, some mm -hmm. people are saying this is the greatest year in video games. Right. Or it's up there. And I really, I'm really starting to believe that because Spider-Man and Alan Wake are both mm. video games. And this. And Walkabout Mini Up. These are three yeah. video games that never could have existed before. These are three games yeah. that, yeah. like, these are three of the, the best video games I've ever played. Yeah. And yeah. then so there's it, still Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, you know, see, like there's still there's still all these other games that came out this year. There are. Like, it's a ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. Yeah. So you still don't um, even have another game for this. You've basically bought a five a six hundred dollar. Yep. You you yes. have a six hundred dollar. No, I got a hundred dollars back from my. I got a hundred dollars back from Quest One. Yeah. Okay. So five hundred. But then you bucks. bought a, a club. And a yeah. headset attachment. Yeah. You're in deep. Yeah, but let's well, just talk the about this then. You got? A yeah. globular cluster, it like makes it so much more comfortable, this PSVR headset. That's it's the so one I have, more. Tom. It's so much more comfortable. Is it, does it go over the lens? Like what's You replace the actual replace... padding on the front and yeah. the back pad. Uh -huh. And the back pad one goes from being a like one inch, inch and a half thick band, which is what it currently is, to being like a seven inch circular pad so it's so huge. it's not it, like, sitting and it covers it, and it's not sitting at the base of your neck anymore and like doing like squeezing it there globular i gotta yeah. say putting this quest right. one on is so uncomfortable <laughs> it yeah. is so <laughs> uncomfortable yeah. uh compared to the psvr2 and and funnily because i booted it up i put it on to like test everything out yesterday and mm -hmm. i was like you know what like the quality on this like the visual quality is is like pretty good like it's not as bad as i thought it would be and then i had because i was switching between the psvr2 and this put the psvr2 on i was like oh my god it is a <laughs> ridiculous step up 
Holy cow. Um, I mean, it's like you have the resolution, you have the, the better effects, ahead, and you've got the OLED. And the higher frame yeah. rate. Like, it's... The, the, bit, the yeah. big thing I noticed, the big thing I noticed was actually the field of view. You oh. have way more, like, the goggle effect is, like, massively reduced on that yeah. aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm seeing Even the Quest 3 is, is still less than the PSVR 2. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, PSVR 2 is about 120. Quest 3, I think, is at about 100. It's, it's almost, I read it's like almost 100, whereas like the Quest 2 is like 94 or something. Like, like It seems like the Oculus <laughs> one, it's still quite low, which I'm surprised about. I mean, you're making fun of me for spending all this money on this, but I've, oh, I'm not I've, funny. I've played this. I'm not making funny. I've played this pretty much every day now. Yeah. Uh, Chris and I tee off. <laughs> At lunchtime, almost every day. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Alex, time. I didn't bring that up because I feel like we got we got to tell Lucas when he shows up. Yeah. It, this. So I do have to say, there's a part of me that's a little nervous about this whole thing because I communicated <laughs> with the walkabout mini, mini golf. Can you guys see the time? Because I have the time. Do you guys can see? Yeah, we all yeah, have no, the time. You just look okay, at. You look at your wrist. You look at your wrist. Um, I am. I have to have a weird view to watch OBS, so I'm not actually like in the game. If that makes what sense. You're not in the game. Um, it's kind of like an, it's like an overlay thing. So as you can see, my 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 club has not moved at all. Right. <laughs> and it and like, so it's like separated from like I'm. Look, we're, we're all like Tom now. Yeah. 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 Might as well yeah. That's this. how it is. So um, yeah, I can't see. I can't do this, but I can see the time in the overlay that I have. Yeah. So you know how? Um, I mean, we'll bring it up yeah. again when he gets here. But you know how? Like, what the fuck. <laughs> So you know how like um, like people in the old days or recent yeah, in days the old would days, take yeah. will take like an afternoon off and like get a tea time and play some golf and skip out of work. Yeah. So like now I don't have to leave my house, get dressed or anything. I just say, hey, tea, tea time with Chris, a little mini golf. A little mini you think golf this will be in the Olympic? We sync up our lunch. We sync up our like lunch breaks and yeah. we play two rounds Ooh. of golf. Pretty much, yep. pretty much three, three, four days a week, like during yep. the weekday. Yep. <laughs> you think this gets added to when they do esports at the Olympics? It should. Get, uh, oh, it should. If real golf is in it. there, mini golf should be in there. Mini golf yeah. would be way more fun to watch. You know the way that like yeah. you can watch like pro spike ball and it's like way more intense than any spike ball you've ever played. Sure. So if they did Olympic, real Olympic mini golf, not virtual, yeah. real mini golf, I think so that shit is... would be incredible. There's a professional form of mini golf. Every single thing about the course is like precision made. Mm -hmm. So like there's there's like a to be qualified as like that style course, like it, certain things about the quality of the course, the walls, things like that are precision made. They don't have like weird wacky holes. You know, they're all like angle based. You know, wall oh. like very much kind of like the style of the first couple holes. So there's no there's no windmills in this game. No, no windmills. No, no windmills. I mean, even this game doesn't even have that, you know. But That's those, true. those like flat, real mini yeah. golf courses are kind of they, they wouldn't be as interesting as this is, you know. Right. right. But yeah, I'm, anyway, we're we're very anxiously and nervously awaiting. Hopefully soon, we should be having the creator of the game showing up. Um, but the way the way I communicated with them was, you know, through email, and they were like, "Okay, he's going to come," and I gave them the room he's going to join. 
But since I didn't communicate with him directly, and it was like, okay, this time, on this day, in this room. So, like, I'm just, like, waiting. Like, I really hope he's showing up. (laughs) I was going to say, like, he he knows we're not going to be able to, like, he's just going to have to show up and figure it out. (laughs) Well, when he shows up, I'll I'll bring him over. No, I'll bring him over. I'll bring him over. We can just wave to him. He's going to be over there. (laughs) Do we have a green room set up for him? Do we have a... Yeah, do you have a green room set up? What the fuck? What kind of I didn't, I didn't of... get I didn't get a list of like writers like things that he needs. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, we should ask him what would be on his list. That's a good yeah. question. Yeah, What color M&Ms? What color M&Ms? What temperature water? One of those like one of those things that like C-suite executives have like the. So here's the, an interesting the one. Hole, the the like, little Wayne. This guy's hole. talking. What the fuck? Someone's talking about little Wayne. He just Very completely relevant. just interrupted everything you were saying. Not paying attention at all. Well, well, you're all right, fine. Tom, tell us, what, tell, tell us what tell tell us what the C-suite executives need. <laughs> I can't believe I'm getting black for this, dude. It was the one, but they have what they need. But they have the thing. They have the the hole that they um, uh-huh. the fake golf hole that they like instead of doing any work, you know. Oh, the personal uh-huh. putt putt. Yeah, yeah. The, the personal probably putting greens. one of those, but we'll find out when he gets there. The in personal putting 90- greens are pretty cool, like where you hit it in and it like shoots the ball back to you, so you could just keep hitting it endlessly. For our, our interview, we gets here. Uh, we feel a little news for Reno's flight. Thank you, Noah. Um, very quickly, uh, Xbox is removing the ability to use third-party controllers. So yeah, this is Xbox well, announced. That they Unlicensed have to be third-party controllers. Uh, yeah, it has to be a part of the Xbox-approved program in order to work with an Xbox. The problem is, is this is seemingly going to retroactively affect a lot of um, peripherals that people have already purchased, and there's uh, some concern with specifically peripherals for like accessibility. If you've yeah. got the Xbox accessibility controller, like you'll be fine, obviously. But like, there's a lot of people who need that stuff that don't have that necessarily so um there's been a lot of hubbub about it um but it will they're trying to kind of like well there's multiple business reasons a it makes them more money (laughs) to have this things be have to be a part of this program but also Mm. like um like cheating and 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 stuff like that in game competitive games like it's meant to crack down on that don't they now Uh own one of like the major esports companies after they bought Activision? I don't... Th- I mean, they because own they Overwatch. They and the Overwatch League... I don't know how the Overwatch League works with... Well, that's run by Blizzard. Separate entity. It is. It is Blizzard. Okay, so yeah. then they have that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't um, know. It's, it's only going to affect... Me? Like, if you have a name brand like Razer or Scuff, like, you're fine. Yeah. It's yeah. these, like, random things that you get on Amazon or other things that are, like, you've never heard of this brand before. That's the stuff that's going to screw you, which I feel bad about because a lot of people that are buying that stuff are buying it because they can't afford other controllers. And it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, look. What... Also, if you're a kid and, like, your parents have bought you, yeah. you know, like, whatever controller, like, the cheapest, like, oh, we need a second controller, like, you know, right. unless you're plugged in and understand, like, this is a thing, like, it, it, it'll mm-hmm. cause some complications. Um, yeah, <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. 
Well done. Well done. Alex trying to throw this, but because you're using... See, I took my controller off the club for this. I could tell, yeah. But because you did it, I know how yeah. awkward... That's the one thing about the club is it's very awkward because your controller is at the bottom of the club. It's very awkward to do anything that requires the actual controller. So, yeah. <laughs> Alex trying Amazing. to do this. Skull fight. Oh no, we got, a, we got another story, bud. Hit me with another story. What's the story? Bungie had a lot of people that got fired. Long. They had layoffs, yes. Um, oh, no, no one's sharing, like, that's Sony's story. Yeah, no, but Bungie had uh, layoffs. Uh, it feels, I don't know how to feel, I feel about talking about this in, the, in this current form. Um, but, yeah, they had, uh, they've it's, had substantial this layoffs. This looks more like you than you look like you. There we go. Uh, thanks. I feel like, I feel like that's a compliment. <laughs> what does uh, that even mean? I mean we, we all very much look like ourselves, which is impressive considering how few options there are to yeah. make yeah. that happen. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, They've done a very good um, job. But yeah. on the on the gaming side of it with Bungie, apparently, Marathon, which was meant to come out last year, according to this report, is going to be coming out in 2025. Um, mm -hmm. They supposedly got. Um, Escape from Tarkov players uh, to come check the game out because it's an it, it was originally meant to be a battle royale uh, when they first were cooking it up again from the same report, but the battle royale turns out and then these extraction shooters started popping up so they pivoted to an extraction shooter and supposedly they had some Escape from Tarkov players come check it out and. Granted, it was very in the middle of development, but they asked, one of the questions they asked the players was, if this game came out tomorrow, would you play it? And supposedly no one put their hand up. And oh. uh, so, yeah, oh, so um, it's getting supposedly, again, delayed to 2025, although we never had an official date on it, like, no, not even a year. And then apparently the final shape DLC will be delayed till June, so come out in February, like it usually does. Which actually so is good for me, because I have plenty to play and catch up on. Yeah, there's a lot of Destiny so, 2 for you to play. Yeah, so um, I have a lot of stuff to do still, anyway. Yeah, um, it's, it's such a shame. The whole Boy. Marathon thing is wild to me, because Marathon is a game that was really cool, and I liked the lore for and had very cool weapons, and so when they were like, we're using the Marathon name, but then it was nothing like Marathon, it was kind of like, okay... Um, but also, like, the thing Bungie is known for is their storytelling, their cinematic story, like, they're really good at shooting and first part, like, for it to just be this multiplayer game when, like, in my opinion, the PvP in Destiny is basically the part of it that I just do not care about and was never the draw, it was always the PvE, like, it was just a weird, weird decision for well, them to th go Theoretically, if it's, like, other... Extraction shooters, it will be both. It'll be it'll be PVEV, PVPE, oh, okay. whatever. Like it'll have. Yeah, but I mean, like campaign IA is really it. like where I think the strength of Bungie is. Well, <laughs> we'll have to wait and see for that yeah. one. Um, cool. All right. Um, no, no, it's not not got anything else. Oh, we got two minutes. Kind of. Anyone else got anything? Anyway, yeah, so, watch any. So the other night, mm. nope, we were gonna play. Mm. And Tom said, let us know when you're ready, Alex. <laughs> Noah, That's not I, what happened. Noah, sorry. Noah in the chat is saying, hang on, hang on, hang on. Noah in the chat is saying, I've sent so many things. 
Noah, I only see Xboxes removing the ability to use third-party controllers. So resend me some stuff, yeah. Wait, yeah, but, but that's also not what happened, Chris. No, so what happened was, we were going to play the other night, and Tom mm. said, Tom said, I said, I'll Tom be able to did. play probably after dinner, and then he said, well, someone's coming here, um, nope. but they're not nope. going to stay for long, and yep. I'll let you know when they're, when they, when they're here. Or whatever that's you, not what I then, said. That's not what I said. Is there like a I Pinocchio said. nose up there that you can give your avatar? I'm sorry. Yeah. That's I not mean, what I said. Well, I said. Well, you also just lied about what happened. So, go ahead. Go ahead. What, uh, what did you say? Um, I said. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, never mind. Forget that. Hey. Oh, hello. we're over here. Here he comes. Oh, he looks very much like Tom. How's oh no, or I oh, yeah, we're basically the same person. I could go Hello. be the clam or something. <laughs> um, Tuna, if you can if you can scoot more toward me and then Lucas, okay. if we can have you kind of facing the um right in front of the yellow flag here. Okay. Oh wow, we really are twins. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and then face um the rock so, so by the, the base if you of see the, the camera. Bridge. Yeah. yeah. Great. What's up, man? Hey there. Nice Welcome. To meet How are you? Yeah. Good. How about you guys? Uh, excellent, and I love very excited. So I'm like <laughs> starstruck, even though I can't really see you. This is this, this is, has been the this has been my favorite game for the last month and at two months at least. Yeah, yeah like, I've not stopped awesome. playing it. Oh yeah, are you guys all playing on PlayStation? Uh, yep. Yes, yeah, sort of. He Tom Tom's PlayStation right now is the camera, although it's invisible because he doesn't have it on, and he's in his Oculus so that he can capture this. Yeah. Oh, okay, so we're cool. using my oh, gotcha. PSVR yeah. as the camera right now, but we, when we play, I'm I'm using that. Um, yeah. Gotcha, so gotcha. the voice, real quick, the voice that has joined us for people that are watching, and if you're listening, go watch. Um, Lucas <laughs> Martel is the creator of Walkabout Mini Golf, and he's mm -hmm. here in Walkabout Mini Golf for episode 400 of the Unlock Podcast. So, Lucas, thank you so much for joining. Really yeah, appreciate. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. These guys probably this have a ton of questions, so I'm going to let them rip. <laughs> okay. Yeah, go for it. Well, so, so, I mean, first of all, Alex and I, and this is in a year that people are saying is maybe the best year in video game history, or up there. This is our <laughs> game of the year. Like, yeah. and I'm playing Alan Wake right now. You know, we've played Zelda, Star Wars, Spider-Man, like, all, all big games. But this is by far the best game I think I've played this year. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It's pretty incredible Agreed. what you've created. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we. I have to admit, that's. I never expected mini golf to kind of be the thing, <laughs> but it feels like that's what everyone else says too, so I'm kind of okay to be like that, Dude, that it's game the thing. that was like, no, trust me. Like, just try it. I know it's, it's mini golf, but you'll get there. Yeah. It's so good, man. I mean, the, the, like, we also, Chris and I also bought the Hello Real club yep yep it's oh, yeah. Yeah. our controllers mm -hmm. which are mm -hmm. which is incredible and it mm -hmm. really feels like i'm holding the club and it really yeah. like when we are on these courses like it just like i'm hanging out with my bud like you've created this space where i can just like hang out with my friend who lives in la i'm in new york and we can just mm -hmm. hang out for an hour every day on our lunch breaks teeing off on some yeah, courses time. and having a great <laughs> yeah. time so thank mm -hmm. you for that it's absolutely yeah. Awesome. It's sort of cliche yeah. because you're a lawyer, and we take our lunch breaks and yeah. have tea time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I, I, no, go ahead, Tom. 
No, I was going to ask you. You talk about like if you didn't know, you didn't think like uh, mini golf would be the thing. That I think the thing that we can all agree on is that it's not just about the mini golf. It's the world. It's the collectible balls. Like there's so many elements mm-hmm. to it. As you were developing the game, like how much were you realizing like, oh, to like raise this above the bar, like we need to add this stuff? Or was it from the jump you were like, we need to have all this stuff? So the, I mean, the history of this game, I'll just give you like the quick 30 second version is that it was really sort of a pandemic project for me. Mm. So it was mostly a solo project. And when it launched, it only had the first four courses. We had the, the lost balls or something that was added and there was not even a settings menu. Um, and this is the original, this would have been 2020. It launched in September on Quest 1, like two weeks before yeah. the Quest 2 came out. Um, so pretty much everything, like all the Fox Suns, even all this Welcome Island, none of that existed. It was basically just four wow. courses. It had multiplayer, but even multiplayer was a late ad, something that uh, that Oculus at the time was really pushing for because there was only, like, there weren't a lot of people with headsets at the time, so they were pushing, oh, you've got to do multiplayer, you've got to do multiplayer, and I was like, fine, I'll do multiplayer <laughs> because I didn't, I didn't know that the Quest 2 was coming and had no idea that, until you even got in at that time no one realized how vr socially like how much of a difference that made because you yeah. do kind of have to be in there with people to really get that sense of presence so you know some of it was from luck but also there was a lot of you know failed projects before that and you know spending mm-hmm. you know a long long time getting other projects going and some of them went and some of them didn't so uh so yeah you know you 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 make 10 and then one of them is finally yeah finally hits so <laughs> the the social aspect you talked about is like the inspiration mm-hmm. for this episode because so many times we play golf and with the, the the very little but very powerful kind of like m- movements of the face and everything we're looking yeah. at each other and we're like oh my god it's like i'm looking at you despite it being yeah. like a low like a polygon polygonal thing and it's just the mouth opening but it feels like your mannerisms are coming through and like that's we're here because Amazing. of that so like it, it's really yeah. cool it's- really Really it's cool. amazing how much you even get just with the head motions and yeah. yep. i mean the 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 dirty trick is that we're not even like we have no way of tracking the mouth so all it is is basically just like volume sort of making yeah. the lip flaps <laughs> yep. up, up and down but it's yeah. amazing how how just you get enough from the head and just seeing where people are looking that i mean we've even used um we'll sometimes open up a a, a larger room and do our like group, our team meetings in here just because you can get that like people can talk over each other and it's not oh, yeah. weird like it is on a zoom call yes so, totally. yeah yes mm-hmm. there's um the blinking also it's automated but at first because we were just so enamored by everything we were like are they using the playstation eye tracking to know when we're oh, blinking yeah. <laughs> because mm-hmm. we were like it everything works so well but yeah. it is it does that appears to just be automated right it's just automated, but we, um, uh, so my background and a decent number of the team is, our background is in animation. And so there's a lot of different things that cause you to blink, like when you turn your head quickly. We oh. did add a few of those things. So there's like certain things that mentally cause your eyes to blink. So we do kind of try to like add a little bit of that. That's so not purely right. Okay. But you see, mm-hmm. that attention wow. to detail is what makes this game mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Yep. And, and, the, and I think you could see it in the entire game itself like all the courses every detail all the stuff it's so good like i kind of want to hang out in some of the courses i wish i could mm-hmm. like i just be like these are really cool areas just <laughs> to hang out in so how yeah. did you like how did you design the holes yourself did you base them on any like mini golf courses you had seen or you were just flying off the cuff 
when you sign the I think, I mean, pr pretty much just flying off the cuff and just sort of like, what's cool? I mean, I think that we definitely learned really early on that because we're not constrained, like we don't have the safety regulations, you know, you can have a ball flying at, you know, doing a 300 sure. yard drive and not worrying about killing somebody. So we, there's a lot of that sort of <laughs> stuff that we can, that we realize that we can go bigger. We don't have the space requirements of just like a physical install. So we definitely started right. pushing further, you know, like the first course is more classic mini golf, but as soon as we yep. get past that first tourist trap course, it's getting into stuff that you could never really do in the real world, but we always wanted to make it feel like it still had a sense of presence and it still feels like this is a real place that could exist if someone just had millions of dollars that they wanted yep. to build their yeah. own private mini golf mm -hmm. course. It, was always it, it, it really strides that line of like, it feels like impossible to be real, but also like could be. Like somehow it mm -hmm. like does those things yeah 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 Actually, I, and a lot I, of that isn't oh, sorry oh i was Go just to say and a lot of that is in environment design it's thinking like oh how does how do rocks break down when they're uh you know when as they erode how does how do different landscapes form how do you know how would someone actually use this space um obviously it's fantastical but there's a we do spend a like i know on one of the most recent courses what was it laser layer we even went in and it's like you know what something just doesn't feel right and it was like power outlets just putting power outlets and putting cords to plug a few things <laughs> um, in sure, made yeah. it feel like oh now it actually feels like like That's an actual crazy. functional space little details like that that go a long yeah. ways mm -hmm. um i had a question about so you know you press a button and you can go into like big mode and you can see the miniature yep. course oh. was that always part mm -hmm. of it or was that something you added because that feature is so <laughs> cool i want not it only is it really cool but the yeah. fact that i can watch the miniature versions playing mm -hmm. is incredible. Yep. So is that always part of it or did you add that later? That was one thing that was part of that initial launch that was Dude, like, yeah, awesome. just like, oh, I mean, wow. as, while creating the courses, it's so cool to be able to see everything in VR when you're in that different scale. So mm -hmm. new from the pretty much beginning that, okay, yeah, that's a cool way of doing it. And you need to do something for the menu anyways. So in VR, like use the space yeah. that you've already built. Don't try to build up some weird custom void or something like that for for your main menu options. Just yeah, go big. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The uh, the laser layer course. So I'm curious mm -hmm. because were you a part of the team? Like were you with Mighty Coconut when you, they did the first game, Laser Maze or Laser Mazer? Yeah. So that was also uh, me and uh, and Colin Jimenez was one of the persons. So I'm actually the founder of Mighty Coconut. Okay, that's um, what I. All right. Yeah. Great, mm -hmm. because um, Tom and I were at Indiecade and we played that back in 2018. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I saw mm -hmm. Laser Layer, and I'm like, well, he did, he did Spies in Disguise, and here's the spy level, and it's a laser level. Like, was that <laughs> partially an inspiration from both of those things? Yes, definitely. I just love spy stuff. Um, and the, yeah. the, in fact, the lasers <laughs> and the laser sounds in Laser Layer were just ripped straight out of Laser Maser. So oh, awesome. Yeah. So totally That's just cool. sort of like ripping ourselves off on that one. But I also <laughs> knew, it's funny because when I pitched the idea to a couple of the other people, they're like, really? Lasers and mini golf? Like, trust me, lasers <laughs> is fun. Just it's more so lasers, good. you will, yes. Like, and is that the, your favorite one? Favorite course that you have? Do you have a favorite? I'm, you know, I always, it's tough because I end up spending so much time on whatever. I'm usually at the very, very beginning and the very, very end. So mm -hmm. whatever mm. course has just come out, by the time it comes out, I'm usually sick to death of that one just because <laughs> it's been like a, an intensive sort of like an intensive sprint to get that one over the line usually. 
Um, but yeah, I think that Laser Lair is definitely one. I think that it has some really fun, interesting gameplay that the mm-hmm. lasers, just that mechanic allowed for. And yeah, I, I it is a lot of fun to just like, we, we try to, whenever we do something like that, where we do something different with the the mechanics, we like to go back to something that's a bit more traditional just because a lot of people do like to hang out and just, you know, mm-hmm. again, mini golf isn't, it's not, people aren't entirely there for mini golf. They're there to hang out with people. And so sometimes yes. you want something that's not, just, you don't want every course to be a head scratcher. So, sure. um, but yeah, I think laser layer is way up there. So, so who, probably. so for upside downtown, who came up with that idea? <laughs> and the fact that like when the ball goes on the ceiling, you're playing it, still like as if gravity for yourself is real and it's where mm-hmm. other video games would have you probably get the perspective as if you were on the ceiling so to like yeah. have the course where you're hitting it like this instead of you know traditionally is a pretty yeah i think unique idea i don't know that i've seen yeah. that before i think that um a, we played a cup in fact i even see that you have the putter from from upside yep. town there so yeah, so, I mean, that was a, a group effort. It came early on. I did do a fair number of the designs. Like, that's one of those that le- – I love those courses where when we've got a new mechanic, it's a mechanic that's fairly simple, but you can lean into it and do a lot of, like, interesting stuff with that one mechanic. Like, some of my favorite puzzle games are very much like that. It's just, like, mm-hmm. take something simple and then just, like – build on it build on it add one little twist and then build on that like portal is a classic example of just like mm-hmm. such a simple idea oh, yeah. but mm-hmm. it takes it to just like ridiculous heights and i felt like that was sort of what we were trying to do with with upside town but but yeah the there was something that we found that was really fun there was also something that we tried orienting and you know it definitely changes the feel of the course there's also something that's very unnerving and you tend to lose your sense of space when you're flipping um that i mean yeah you could do it where you would warp to your ball but there's just also something about seeing light coming in from down below Mm -hmm. you that has this weird like it's not a pleasant sensation i would want to say almost and it's something that i think in a regular game a pancake game no problem but in vr it definitely is more unnerving and you kind of lose that sense of we call it the walkaboutness that sense of like oh everything progresses from one hole to the next and you can see that path so cool so yeah we we played around with it early on but it's it's still something that we might do like a mode at some point down the road but but yeah that yeah. was the plan for the yeah mm-hmm. cool yeah mm-hmm. so i want to ask because yeah, you guys announced an ios game <laughs> and yes. obviously you did mm-hmm. laser mage so that was an ar game so you're going back mm-hmm. to that now with this and it said it's compatible with the vr so it's cross play is yes. it like is that yeah. coming out this so, year soon? So we actually thought that we were going to have it done by summer, and then beta testing just showed that we've got a lot more. We're coming to mm. iOS only for now. And the thing is that because you've played Laser Mazer, you remember the mechanic of that, where you actually like are physically moving around your space. Yes. With the iOS game, I'm actually holding my phone. Here, I'll imagine I'm holding my phone with my other hand. But okay. you're looking at your phone, yeah. and then you actually physically putt. Uh, and so you can hold it up you can look around you've got and it (laughs) works really well it's got full basically the phone you were using ar kit under the hood for full like six off tracking so you can actually walk around your space and like never warp anywhere if you had a big space and you would totally just like play the course much like laser maser was um but yeah it was just a simpler mechanic and one of the things that we learned from laser maser was that the it had a 
I won't go too deep into it because I know a lot of people haven't played it, but sure. it has a, a locking mechanic so that you could walk to the end of your room, and if you're on a space, you just hold the lock button, turn around, keep going. Um, still, though, it when you were playing in a smaller space, it tended to lose that sense of, like, physicality um, just because right. you were constantly having to, like, hold that lock button and think about it just a little bit. Um, this was... So Walkabout actually started as a phone game, so it was working fully in that mode oh. even before oh, wow. it started. And then it was actually the indicate after the you guys were there uh, and saw Laser Mazer. Yeah. That's when I had had it, and I was like, the Quest One had just come out, so I got it running really quick because it was already a, a mobile game, so it was already huh. optimized. Showed it to the Oculus folks, and then they were like, yeah, finish it up and and bring it over, basically. So that was, yeah, literally all that kind of came out through that, that, that one indicate where you guys, yeah, played it for the first time. Because this game so actually even has a little bit of that where you have to walk. Because when you go into the diorama mode and you're big, you can't, you know, you can't fly. So, mm-hmm. like, luckily, like, I, I play in my garage mm-hmm. so that I could have, like, a really big space. So whenever yeah. I want to mess with these guys and get huge, I'll, mm-hmm. like, walk to one side of the garage first. Then I'll get huge. So then I can... Mm-hmm get as close into the map as you can. Have you guys thought about letting us fly around with our giant heads, or is that just too obnoxious, you think, for other people? Is that going to (laughs) be... You know, I guess it's it's possible. I think that we've we've kind of tried to keep things from going too crazy with with that we call it god mode um yeah. just because uh, at that point you're so big we have to optimize like everything to an inch of its life because you're seeing the entire oh, course at once okay sure. so part of I it is also that. that and because we're focusing on so many different headsets like uh we always have to get it to run on some of the lower spec hardware so psvr2 doesn't have an issue running all those things but there's a right. lot of headsets out there that do that we're just constantly yeah just optimizing optimizing hmm. With um, so you guys have a lot of courses, and some of them are obviously like original creations, but then mm-hmm. also like you have like labyrinth and all of these, you know, mist, um, mist like other IPs. Mm-hmm. Is that you guys like being like, what would be good for us to adapt? Let's go try and get this license so we can make this. I mean, I don't like. I'm assuming like the Jules Verne stuff might be public domain at this point, but like, how does that work? And then simultaneously do you have people reaching out to you because we talk about all the time like oh my god like what if there was a, a marvel level or a zelda level yeah, yeah. like high rule like yeah. do you like mm-hmm. what is the potential that you think there is for like even bigger ips and do you have people reaching out to you about that stuff so it goes both ways we've reached out to some people some people reach out to us um i think that for us the big thing at least we are starting to think about some you know doing some partnerships like we did the uh the fox hunt with alan lee the exploding kittens creator and he did that extra fox hunt for laser lair so we are thinking about some smaller things but when it's a course so much of it comes down to we generally need sort of an environment we need a world that you want to go to um so that's usually one of the number one things that we're looking for but then as far i mean i would absolutely love to do some of those bigger you know yeah Marvel, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, like there's yeah. so, oh, yeah. you know, Lord there's the so Rings. many oh, yeah. of those huge IPs that we've absolutely <laughs> talked about. It's just, I will say that right now in the VR space, it's tough just because all of the VR market is such a teeny tiny fraction of the overall yeah. gaming market. And yeah. because these are also add-ons, they're, it's not like it's a whole game. Like if we were going to do a dedicated game that was going to be a walkabout, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm 
that would probably be more possible for one of those really, really big IPs. But part of us also wants to make sure that we, I mean, it's really nice to keep it all in one thing that just that, yeah, you know, we'll, yeah. add, we'll keep adding to it because then you don't have to worry. Oh, are you on walk about one or walk about two or walk yeah, about, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, but yeah. And ha just having dealt with a lot of those, because like you mentioned, you know, I, I come from the film world. So just having dealt with some of those big IPs and everything, it is a, it's a very different process. And I absolutely sure. feel like we're, we're about ready to make a bigger move like that. But, but yeah, yeah it's a little, it's still, uh, uh, yeah, it's definitely just a different thing that we've done. And so many of the partners that we've done so far, so especially like Labyrinth, Mist, and Meow Wolf coming out next, all of Meow those Wolf. are independent. Jim Henson was independent. Mm -hmm. uh, the Cyan guys are all still just sort of like independently owned. And it's so, so much easier to work with folks like that because you can, Yeah. I, it was actually the, uh, the conversation with the, yeah, the conversation with the folks at Cyan was honestly one of the best meetings I've ever had when we first pitched it because it was sort of like it, we were kind of doing introductions and they're just sort of like as hi, yes, yes, yes. And the answer is yes, like, like within the first 30 seconds because they had been playing the game. And yeah, that, awesome. I grew up with Mist, So that was just sort of like the best situation. So that's uh, awesome. Anyways, man. yeah. We love licensing. We want to do more of them, but it's also fun to do some original stuff as well. So we just like to keep that cool. mix. That's yeah. awesome. I, um, we're a big fan of just like how the game feels like an older game. Like, I mean, all the DLC is just maps. And like, I'm so happy to be like, yeah, like $3, $4, like $5 a map. Mm -hmm. Like, absolutely. It's amazing. Like, you, you guys like seeing that you're not stuck having to do like season passes or microtransactions for everything so far. At least like, it's awesome. Even though we yeah. keep talking about like, but if they did come out with a way to like buy like <laughs> cosmetics, yeah, we're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'd probably do that immediately. <laughs> I would buy yeah. anything in this game right now. Um, yeah, I, I, I had a quick. So we play. You know, we've been playing a lot, right? So mm -hmm. we, we, whenever we play, we always trying to figure out is there a way to get a hole in one, right? And my question mm -hmm. is, do you design the hole with an idea towards what could be a hole in one, or do you specifically design it so that? it's almost impossible to get a hole in one. Like, are there some holes you say like, yeah, let's give them a hole in one chance. And some holes you say, yeah, nah. I would say that probably about half the holes are like reasonably hole in oneable. Like you look at it and you're like, okay, if I bounce, maybe you have to bounce twice off of something. Like it feels like, okay, there's a, there's a path here. Probably the other half of them, are ones that the community comes up with some crazy trick shots mm. where they're looking at rocks like yeah, this yeah. and that that rock angles up if i just hit it backwards <laughs> then now i'm airborne and i can do whatever i want so <laughs> that was actually even something that the original game didn't have collisions on every single object and it oh, took a little oh. while for us to optimize everything to the point that now literally like i can just i can bounce off of any single thing that i want basically and yeah. just it'll all keep yeah every single thing is collidable um but that was a, something cool. that was added probably about a year after launch we just went back in and added colliders to everything because people were starting to do those yeah. trick shots and realizing that was sort of a mini game in and of itself it, yeah except player balls which we really like as a decision was that like a hardware limitation or did you say like oh people are going to be frustrated already just like they sometimes get when they play mini golf so i don't want people screwing each other over by knocking their balls out of the way um honestly it kind of started as a bit of a um 
as frankly a bit of a tech thing because we're running physics in a very specific way and getting physics collisions in real time and knowing what all can interact it's just it's a bit of a nightmare yeah but it also i do kind of like that it you can play your game and again yes. we're you know we're doing even the fact mm-hmm. that you can swing through you know the putter can go right through a oh. rock you don't have to worry about that let's just kind of oh, use the medium amazing. and kind of yeah it's funny because even There's when i go to play real mini golf when the when the putter doesn't uh when the putter doesn't automatically you know like change height Oh, the changing everything is so clutch. Yeah. Yeah, you bounce off the bounce off the rug or off the carpet. It's like why right. why isn't it working? Have you have you been like because you've been making this game, has it like pushed you to be like, I need to go play mini golf more to like understand like how to do level design or anything? Like the fact or that you, you just even stay away like, from doing it. mini golf. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Playing mini golf. We, we are just so overloaded with mini golf that you're just like, I don't want to play in real life. <laughs> we, there's, there's a lot of mini golf in my life right now. I think probably more than than just about anyone in the, the world. I'm human. probably yeah, it's it's up there. I bet I'm in the top top ten folks of people just like living mini golf at the moment. But um, we definitely we've been to some. Um, and yeah, we'll absolutely like I'll take the the kids out sometime if we're ever on vacation we've done a couple of just like meetups with like our crew because we're a hybrid studio mostly remote but if we if folks come into town like every once in a while we've done it a couple of times where we'll go to like peter pan here in austin or something um but yeah so it's oh, yeah. uh i definitely feel like we've kind of started used that real mini real life mini golf as a springboard but I, in some ways, I kind of like that we don't have some of the restrictions. Like every time you go to a real life mini golf place, just like oh, there's there's rocks on the ground, or there's little mm-hmm. leaves that you got to clear out of the way, or there's little <laughs> dings and all that sort of stuff. Maybe the ball doesn't quite bounce off. So I kind of I kind of feel like VR in some ways is almost like the ideal way to do it, just because yeah. it's sort of like sands off, you know. You don't have oh. to worry that someone spilled a Coke there and all of a sudden there's a sticky spot, although that's a good course <laughs> idea I want to steal. So, yeah, yeah. maybe that'll thousand, come. <laughs> th- thousand percent, it's awesome. I mean, it's also, like perfect every single time we come in. Even including the price of the headset, it's cheaper with the amount of games mini golf I've played at this point than it would be to yeah. go in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would spend a lot more money playing real mini golf yep. at this point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even yep. including. Um, so I, I know you guys are going to announce at some point at the end of the year, 2024 roadmap, I think uh, you said. So you mm-hmm. might not be able to answer this, but I'm curious because uh, you have so many maps now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, especially if you include the hard modes, I think there's 44 like playable courses, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we're 22 right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have you thought about doing it? any kind of a like world tour mode where like you pick three different maps and then it like you get you do like you know six or three holes here if you're doing like a nine mm-hmm. and then it goes to the next map is there any have you ever thought about doing like a thing where you rotate between courses a lot so that that's one that several people have asked for um i can't say for certain what's going to happen because frankly We've kind of spent the last couple of years. We always, but obviously, been adding a lot of a lot of stuff to it, um, yeah. as well as like laser layer new mechanics. Meow Wolf's going to have a lot going on in it. Um, I feel like we're just now getting the, to the point where, because this was largely a solo developed game, we've kind of spent the last couple of years paying off the tech debt. Where I just did a bunch of if statements, like the code was just mm-hmm. really freaking ugly under the hood. And now that we've got a larger team, we really had to refactor a lot of stuff. We had to build things. So we're just now getting to the point where it's it's going to be possible really soon for us to kind of start, like, 
doing more interesting things because before it was like literally hard coded, like every course had to have 18 holes and it was just a very like ironclad thing. But now that we've sort of like programmed things in a more, in a, in a more flexible way, we, we can start doing more with other game modes and other ways of playing. And yeah, possibly something like stitching some different courses together to give you a best of, but, but yeah, so like that's, that's on the list of things we'd like to like to try basically. Mm-hmm. Wearing your wearing your feedback requests on the Discord, where you know everyone's always wants like a way to organize the balls. Although it is fun, like having like almost four hundred balls like just bouncing yeah. around in there every time the yeah. new balls come yeah. in and just start filling it up even farther. Yeah, yeah. we joke um, that when people everyone's asking for the uh, a- asking for a way to sort them, and all we're going to do is just give them a pinball flippers, and that's that yes. will be. Oh my Perfect. god. I love what that. would you what would you say if since I guess 2020 when you started developing what what would you say is like the most challenging part that you encountered in the last maybe three years four years hmm. I mean I think that just getting for me personally I think a lot of it has been I've worked with teams before but games were always sort of like the thing that I kind of started doing mostly on the mostly on the side because i liked doing the hands-on stuff and so i think Mm. there was a big learning gap for me because coming from the animation world we have a way of doing things that i think there were we definitely do things a little different than most other game studios would ever think to do them but at the same time i think there was also just a lot of of learning that had to be done for me in terms of just like the language of of you know, of game development. And frankly, we're also self-publishing. So a lot of that has also come up of just sort yeah. of like learning yeah. learning how to publish a game alongside, you know, basically a live service game, have, essentially. Have you had, been um, big... have you had any, po- I mean, this game is, uh, especially in the, the world of, the, I mean, we've talked about how it, VR is a niche within gaming, but like mm-hmm. this is one of the projects that I think is like consistently showing that like there is a lot of potential in VR. Surely, yeah. if you're self-publishing, like you've had people, like have you had people reach out to you about like becoming the publisher for this game? Is that something you'd even want to do? I mean, I how think much, that as much as you can talk about I, that. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that I think that we've been able to do a lot of what we do because of our self-publishing, and frankly, a lot of the things mm. that a publisher would add is because normally a game studio only releases one game every two, three, maybe even four years. And so mm. it's impossible for the, really, them to really have that in-house. We've been putting out a new course once every six weeks, which is a totally oh, new build. Amazing. There's bug fixes. There's a lot of other just like tech improvements that come alongside a new course, along with all of the, you know, just the, you know, getting the word out, community management, all that sort of stuff. So I think that in some ways, if we had an external publisher, we would probably not be able to move as quickly or as freely because mm. it's just like, you know, the bigger the boat is, the slower it turns. And we're at a, I mean, it's already, we're already at a size now where we're not able to do stuff as nimbly as we used to, but at the same time, there's no way we could be doing the volume of content that we're doing back when we were, you know, just a, a handful of people. So that's sort of like the the trade. I do think we're at a really happy size right now where we're able to do a lot of stuff, but we don't, we're not so big that we can't adapt and we can't sort of like make, you know, needed late in the game changes on stuff. That's awesome. I'm I'm so happy to hear that. Like you're not like 
this is working out for you and not like, oh no, we yeah. need we need a publisher because we need to grow and we don't we're not gonna be able to get the funds or whatever it may be. Like yeah. it's great to hear I mean, like you guys are able to, to like this is perfect for you guys. Yeah. I mean in some ways like yes, I'm very I'm this is my first time dealing with something like this in the game space, but coming from the film world and like I've been dealing with, with those big, big studios for you know, in so many different ways for so long that like I the nothing against like anyone who who kind of works within that system it is hard and you spend so much of of your time just building consensus and trying to get people on board and so little of your time actually doing the thing like literally yeah. like 70 percent of the time you're pitching you're selling you're trying to get it greenlit you only end up spending yeah. a little chunk of time actually making the thing that you're supposed that you're want to be doing so that's been the nice thing i think the best thing for me is just just being able to get in we've got an idea like let's just rip it open and just do it and that feels so so good after having spent yeah literally 10 years in development on a bunch of different feature projects just like it's so so <laughs> slow it's nice to just get in and just like make something so that's awesome mm -hmm. uh, with, with with vr and you know again talking about the eyes of it within gaming you know it, there's been such a huge promise. I, I was thinking to myself as I was getting in the elevator coming up to my apartment today, I was like, someone let Mark Zuckerberg know this interview is happening because he'd love to know that like we're <laughs> utilizing VR in this way. Do you think that VR is ever going to really, you know, have its moment where it blows up and it is something that everyone is using for a bunch of different reasons? Or do you think that what VR is today is kind of what it always will be? Like, where do you see the trajectory of that? I mean, I definitely see, like, as these get lighter and yeah. UI gets mm -hmm. better, and I mean, like, really the number one thing right now is just friction, whether it's the battery life or whether it's mm. just, like, we don't have ways of quickly sending each other stuff. We don't have ways yeah. of quickly jumping in together. I mean, that Cost was one of the reasons of for the room system that we did here is, like, just make it stupid simple yeah. and not have to worry about friending people or worried about you know there's so much friction just to getting the headset on getting people into it um that we just wanted it everything to be as frictionless as possible so i think that once it becomes easier again we we hop in and we'll do meetings in vr constantly um, we do a lot of our design work in gravity sketch and the designers are all spread out across the u.s we can all meet up in a room and we're literally working on the level at the same time which is something that you can't even do like in a regular, you know, like a like you can't even do that in Blender or Maya or Max or yeah. anything. So, it, yeah, it's so amazing That's what you can do with it. So I, I think that it's absolutely going to reach that point. I'm not – it feels like it's there's so many steps written here and there. I don't know what form it's going to take yeah. when, that, when that arrives. But I think it's also going to be just like it's going to slowly build and it's going to be – you know, it's going to ebb and flow, but I do think that it's going to – get there and that this is going to become one of the main ways that people are yeah there you I mean, won't have screens in your house anymore this this game oh. is does something that this this to me is the vr game that needs to be played it's the first vr game i've played and i've got i bought like a lot of the playstation vr games when this when this came <laughs> out the psvr 2 this is the first mm -hmm. game where i'm like you have to play this game i mean alex wasn't planning on getting the PSVR 2. He had an Oculus One, and when I found out that it was cross-compatible, I knew that if I got him to play one match with me, that was it. And he did, and then he went out and bought a PSVR 2 two yeah. days later just for this game. Yeah. He just buy one. Game. I gifted him one. I gifted oh, yeah. him one. Oh, yeah. I had to lie to, to, lie to my as... wife about buying this. 
We need to we need to send this to Sony and to yeah and to Meta because I yeah I love I we've anecdotally heard stories like that but no one would ever think like oh yeah the mini golf is like it's no, system the, sellers like no I, really? it was. I have a friend who worked played on one course I played one course with Chris and I said I'm selling this Oculus one and getting a PSVR two for the because I wanted to play more of the courses because the it didn't support yeah. it on the first one. Yeah. So I mm -hmm. went out, I bought it, and I have this story where I tried to get it through the window well in my basement because I didn't want my wife to know that I had purchased this thing. You know, and I and I to this I only have this for this game. I only have my PSVR two for Walkabout Mini Golf. So I have not played any other game, and it's just the best VR game I've ever played. I mean, I still say it's the best game I've played all year. Huh? I've got almost a hundred hours in this already, and I'm oh, not yeah, like 100%. I still feel like I'm scratching the surface because we're playing hard yeah. courses, and I'm like, oh, we haven't even played the full eighteen here yet. Like I still haven't yeah. even seen, like you know, we went in, we did the fox hunts, but we didn't actually play all the courses yet. You know, mm -hmm. when we were collecting the clubs. It's just this is like to me, this is like Wii Sports for the Wii. Like this is like the like if you have a VR headset, you have to get this. You have to play yeah. this game. Yeah. My friend who works at he he was doing contract work for Oculus. He he didn't work there, like permanently, but he hadn't checked this out. And I was like, you haven't done it yet. And he was like, oh well, it's mini golf. Like I don't know if I really. I was like, go go download it. And he got in, and within five minutes, he was like, oh my god. He was like, yeah. I see. He was like, I get it immediately. Yeah. He was like, I get it. Yeah. And then he started playing it. He's like, it it does everything you would want it to do, and all of these other things that you didn't think of. It's so yeah. good. Uh, everything is so precise and so clever. And it's one of the few games that I'm I'm not running into a problem where I'm like, oh, the game screwed up. Like the game glitched. Mm. And and especially in VR, where you kind of expect. A little bit of jankiness. This is mm -hmm. like one of the smoothest games that I've played <laughs> this year, like by far. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Thanks. The yeah. And again, a lot of a lot of time was spent really nailing. I think that there's something about that. People have talked about it, like the one-to-one -one movement in VR is so important oh, because yes, you think like, oh, yes. I want to do all these impossible things, and yes, you do. But there's something that's so satisfying about being able to do something with your body. Like I remember getting the CV one that, and not having the hand tracked controllers. And when the, the controllers first came out, I was like, mm. that seems, seems kind of gimmicky. Like, I don't think that's really going to add anything. And I kind of fought it for a little while until you get in there. And it's like, Oh my God, this is half the experience. Like just being yeah. able to physically interact with your hands is like, it literally is is half of the experience. So, so yeah, yeah, a lot of those things that I think that even I was skeptical about. That I just wish that there was a better way to get people to try and experience mm. some of those things because a lot of people are still like, oh yeah, I tried VR, and when they say that, they meant like, oh, it's one of the phones that clipped into the headset that was like three oh, off, that was like from sure. ten years ago or something like Google, that. Google. Uh, and there's Audible. still a lot of that. I wish that <laughs> yeah. I just wish that like there was an easy way for everyone to try it out and and Nintendo Lab get a sense. <laughs> just become <laughs> yeah. friends with Chris, and he'll mm -hmm. badger you until you buy one, and then you go. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's true. I did not. The second this game came out in in on PlayStation in May. Till today, there hasn't been an episode of this podcast where I have not talked about this game. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just like every week, I'm like, I have something new to talk about with this game. It's uh, it's pretty incredible, and I'm I'm glad to hear that the iOS version is what we kind of guessed it might be, 
and not like mm -hmm. a mixed reality thing because I'm hoping that means that you're not doing a mixed reality thing for the quest because if you do that I'm going to have to go buy a quest just so <laughs> I can play whatever mixed reality thing yeah. comes out in this we, because that is free, the one thing that the PlayStation doesn't have on their VR is like because it, it's you know it's the black and white pass through but yeah I'm I'm really curious to see where mixed reality goes and I feel like there's absolutely some really cool like uses of that. I'm just it feels like it's so nascent right now that it's going to take some time to really like yeah figure out what exactly like everyone's going to be using mixed reality for. But it's it is super super cool. So yeah, being able to do make like a mixed reality version of this game will like map that take advantage of that like is very cool to think about oh yeah um yeah i have some uh questions from the audience here before i don't, I'm, I don't know yeah what we've time already taken up i think a bit more of your time uh, than planned but... i can probably do about <laughs> 10 more minutes and then i'm gonna have Great. to um, check in on the kids awesome these, these are these are these are real quick uh from slater in the chat we have what's the biggest limitation vr hardware has imposed on development thus far perhaps other than putting more assets on a level um, I mean, I, it's funny, the whole time I was like, oh, assets, just like the amount of polygons you can render, <laughs> just the fact that, yeah, yeah. you got to do everything at 90, you know, 90 frames per second on what is essentially mobile phone hardware um, is definitely yeah. the biggest one. Um, I would say that a lot of the, something about being in, in VR, a lot of times it's so physical that a lot of times you think like, oh, this is totally going to work because in any other game, this it would work. It would, but you don't realize that like, oh, when you're actually standing there doing it, it doesn't feel good, or it mm. doesn't quite have like. I mean, I think that even like the the counterexample to that is Upside Town, which there were also some people who really like when we released that one and people were putting on the ceiling and on the walls. Like, there was some. There was some. That was. The most hate that we've ever gotten in a single oh, in a single day. Really? Oh, we're just laughing the whole time. We think it's the what? funniest thing in the world. It's oh, the yeah. funniest thing in the world. I loved it. When, when no, Alice is like at the wall and his club is like two inches long, it's so <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that a lot of the there were so many folks who had been playing and they we had never done anything like that. And sure. I think we did something like that, and it was just sort of like people weren't they weren't ready for for us to mm. go that weird with it i think um but it is one of those things that i think that that's maybe kind of like the counter example to that where certain things that are that are in vr like just the fact that like we have to make sure that you've got room to stand physically that right. you know mm. some things that you if you were doing any other golf game you would never worry about what happens when the ball goes under that little thing it's like oh no we just can't there's a lot of those things that you just have to Treat it as if you were designing a real sure. life place. Is probably That's crazy. one of the other the other big things of just the fact that it's VR. Slater's other question: What's your McDonald's order? Ooh, ooh! If you go, if yeah. you go to McDonald's, <laughs> slash favorite <laughs> fast food place. If you're not a McDonald's guy, yeah. Uh, well, I'm in. Uh, I'm in Austin, so down here we've got Whataburger. Um, Whataburger, yeah, dude. Yeah, I love Whataburger. That's probably the yeah. That's probably the what. Yeah, I'd probably go Whataburger is probably the one that we if go to most down here. Someone's visiting Texas for the first time. They're having their first Whataburger. What should that go to be? What should they go for first? Uh, oh, I don't even know. I mean, if you're coming to 
if you're coming to Texas, get barbecue. I think that's the oh, first sure. thing. Like, <laughs> Don't go to Waterburger. Yeah, I mean, not the, uh, yeah, it's great and all, but like, no, go. Yeah, yeah. There's mm. like, I would I would almost say that barbecue is more like our fast food down here, because if yeah. you're you're almost paying the same thing. Like, yeah, you could get brisket for for like a dollar more. So just do that. <laughs> you so I'm going to be, I'm gonna be really bougie and say that. Huh? Well, it's not bougie. It's 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 uh, very because, affordable though. They just yeah, yeah get a cow for like five cents. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. No, the brisket in Austin is. Uh, I mean, the barbecue in general is fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are all the audience questions. Do you guys have any uh, other last minute things? What are the chances for multiplayer for a sort <laughs> of like vote to end match option or something like that for? Because right now. We, we have a lot of stupid fingers, which is what I like to call yep. them, where we'll open up a uh-huh. level and then we'll hit the wrong thing. Because we, we used to always play full 18s, and now we yep. do the 9s. Because what's nice with the 9s is you screw up, and then it's not as big of a deal, right? You're not, yeah. you're not like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm off for the rest of the match. So then, and you know, if, you, and if you're playing with a big group, like 18 holes with a group of four or five or yeah. even more, that can be a full hour, yeah. you know, especially if people aren't... Are, great at the game i would say as well so yeah um but no we uh no promises on when something like that will come out but we have it on the roadmap to add we we need to add some architecture for an actual voting system but Mm. once we have like a voting system in place there's a lot that we could do which yeah it'd be voting to end the match like even like a mulligan like someone's controller just like drops on the floor or something and they hit the ball like there's a lot of things that we could do that just needs that. And like I was saying earlier, that's one of those bits of architecture that is just now starting to become possible that we can, you know, more quickly yeah. iterate and come up with those things that we're not just having to bolt it into a really kind of kludgy system. Oh, so you could even then do different game modes where, like, you could play a tally system for courses, right? Like, instead of, let's say you're playing nine holes, whoever wins on the hole gets a point kind of a thing instead of playing for oh yeah like a, like match scoring is absolutely yeah. something that we've talked about as well yeah match scoring because if you have one bad hole it, or like yep. if you just like can't get this one tee shot right it could like wreck your round so yeah match scoring yeah. is high up there there's been a lot of requests for um uh, <clears throat> i think speed running would be super oh. fun um there's a group right now that so we actually changed it so when you go into practice mode right now it used to just after you completed a hole, it would kick you back to God mode. We made it so it auto advanced to the next hole just because there's a group of people that do speed running, but they just use cool. the practice mode because then That's they really can still cool. start at the same time and go together. So like right. that was like one of our little hacks that we couldn't yeah. quickly support it in an easy way, but that was at least a way that we can give them, give them something that would work a lot better. So That's cool. That's cool. Something mm-hmm. I talk about is like, because this is a game that you're, you're basically playing yourself. Uh, yeah. Like I'll sometimes play alone. I'll just put on a podcast in one year, and then I'll just play. Um, mm-hmm. If there was something like Ghost Data, like racing games, so that because I can see obviously what my best overall score on a course is. Yeah. What's the feasibility of there? Because this is probably a major technical hurdle of like how racing games save your ghost data. What What is the feasibility of a course saving your ghost data so that I could play against? the best version of myself so i could actually see what i did when i got that best score and then play against yeah that would be super cool we've definitely talked i mean because essentially that's what we're doing with the instant replay 
is oh, basically right. so we'll be saving... saving the instant replays then, I guess. Yeah, it would oh. just be having to save all those and string them together. Oh, so again, all these things, no promises that any of these things are coming, but <laughs> yeah. we're absolutely sort of like, yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. We're on the exact same page because I agree that, that being able to play against yourself or even being able to play like you play around and then, you know, if you weren't able to actually get in there with him, but he could send you oh, around. Oh, asymmetrically? Oh, Yeah, like asymmetric would be super amazing. fun, too. That's like mm -hmm. st Super Stickman Golf on the phone. That was one of my yeah, favorite Yeah, but that's so games. cool to send yeah. you my best round. That would be so cool. Like literally the people with the person with the top score, like you could yes. actually like, play against them oh, to yeah. see how that um, is real. Because if you cool. haven't Never gotten in that. have you guys gotten in with any of like the Discord players or any of like like the pro pro players at all? Not yet. We're, no, we're, we're too afraid. I'm still garbage. I'm garbage <laughs> oh, right well, now. Like you said though, it's <laughs> Hop onto a game on the Discord, just like yeah. even one of the scheduled games or whatever, because just seeing how some of those people play a whole, play? yeah, like it's not like quick match it's not has been like, good for that. Like, yeah, it's great for that. It, quick match, you never know quite who you're going to get matched up That's with. True. But on the Discord, that so many of the pros hang out there that oh, interesting. You can re like they'll even talk like, oh, hit this spot right here at like a medium speed, and your ball will just like bounce into the yeah. hole. Like they've got, they've got so wow. many things just dialed in. Um, and yeah, again, amazing. like you said, it's not like you're playing against, you're playing against yourself. So yes. people have been really nice about just showing what they're doing. And if you play with someone, they're going to, you're going to see what they do anyway. So it's not like it's a trade secret or something like that. So, uh, but yeah, check honest, that out because honest. it's super fun to see how people do that. If you want to, you do that and don't tell all of them. Oh, and then I'm you can not. just like smoke them the oh, next man. time. Not me. I'm. I'm. I'm that, I mean, that's that's what here. I told my friend. I said just go into quick match because when I first started, I did quick match, mm -hmm. and people would show me, like, oh, as cool. I'm going so through you, the, yeah. talk, the course, they would be like, oh, do this, do this, do this, and it was I was learning much faster how to get through oh, that's the course cool. and like what kind of stuff to do. But the the game mm -hmm. so far, from what I've seen, is one of the like more positive communities that I've ever played in. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't run into any problems here. Every everyone's been really nice because everyone just wants to play mini golf. It's great. Yeah, it's the air. Even if you just look at the area that we're standing in, like it's not exactly yeah super aggro yeah. sort of vibe that we're the, going for. The first so. one of the first times we actually played, I, I my girlfriend was getting she loved the kayak VR game, and I put mm -hmm. her. She played actually against Christian's uh, partner, and they did mm -hmm. Zen God on the first courses. Is that what it, I don't know the name yeah. of it? The one oh, with uh, the cherry blossom probably. That yeah, and she just. <laughs> Decided to sit under the waterfall for like 20 minutes. Yeah, they both just <laughs> like, went over the waterfall and stopped playing. So funny. Uh -huh. so funny. I've, on a scale of one to ten, I mean, a lot of times we'll do that as well, and we'll just like, like if I'm playing one on one, like we'll do our one on ones in there, and then at the end of the match, it's like, oh, we're not gonna, like, we don't have time to play another one, but let's just like hang out and and chat. I mean, just like we're doing, like we're not yeah. playing the game, yeah. but just the fact yeah. that. Yeah. We can see each other. It's better than being on, you know, better than being on a Zoom call. I would say ninety percent. Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm trying cool. to think awesome. of a way we can right, do man. this for every episode of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. just yeah. hop in. Yeah. You're welcome to hop in. So, yeah. Cool. Right. This, this yeah. was great. Well, thank you so much for well, having me. Yeah. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, yeah. This is the Cheers. best one. Yeah. You too. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Mm -hmm. All right. There he goes. There he goes. Amazing. Amazing. Didn't want you to come on that back in. That was the best thing we've ever done. Holy shit. That's yeah, yeah, that was awesome. 100%. I loved it. That was it. amazing. I loved it.
That's great. It, you know, it was a little bit like when we uh, like when we had E3 and we would get like the devs. That was always so much yeah. fun. Maybe we should try and do mm -hmm. more of that. Try and get more guests on. That was yeah. very fun. See yeah. see what games we can do. See, see what games we can do the interviews in the games. <laughs> in the games. <laughs> you know, that would be that would be very cool. Um, we're gonna, That's amazing. We're, Noah, Rios, we're play a little Noah, horse. Noah Reno booted up the game and was playing while listening to this. <laughs> amazing. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Noah and Slater. They they really enjoyed that. And I'm glad to know that everything worked and that we're still like yeah. rocking and rolling. Yeah. We're amazing. gonna we're gonna play some force. Let's do that for our post show. So let's let's end the show and then in the post show we're just gonna chat and play horse. So uh Okay. Thank you once again, everybody, for listening. It's been 400 episodes. Here's the 400 more, which will only get us 200 away from the total of uh, Pokemon. And uh, until next time, everybody, stay unranked. Suck it! I really can't suck it in this game.